Hello you guys, um, Zoe Wall doesn't need an introduction, but I'm giving her one anyway, so um, here is a little podcast episode with my best friend Zoe. I think I decided that I'm going to do every other um, episode having a guest right now because that feels right to me, and I like doing solo episodes, but I also love having my friends on here, so um, I hope you enjoy this little episode, my best friend in the world, possibly the smartest person I know. We can talk about everything, and she always has the most wonderful input on topics that I'm interested in. So enjoy our rambling, enjoy our discoveries. Um, We could probably talk about this forever and many, many other things forever. Um, But enjoy a little combo about the male gaze, female seduction archetypes, man-made women, um, and our foolproof attraction scale that will tell you whether you like someone or if you're just desperate. Okay, enjoy! Hey guys, welcome back. I am here with my bestie, Zoe. Say hi, Zoe. <laughs> Any ladies in the house? <laughs> Any ladies in the house? Um, okay, so we have established... Okay, this is just like a random tidbit, but I've realized that I changed my voice for podcasts. <laughs> I actually... It's like a little bit more heightened right now because I'm in the presence of another human. But like I, I changed my voice to like make it seem calmer and less annoying. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I hope you had a good day. I know I did. Is that my voice? Yeah, it is. I think so. But I'm trying to, like, it's, it's weird to not be in, like, my own room, like, just alone doing it, because now it feels weird doing it somewhere else. But anyways, um, so you're, like, testing out the mic. So sorry if you know me in real life and you're like, that is not what your voice sounds like, because everyone says that is different, but that's okay. I, I feel like it sounds good. It's so. misleading. It's misleading. Sorry. But anyway, so today we had we've had a pretty awesome day. We went to the American Girl Doll Bistro. Neither of us so cool. Neither of us have ever been, and we were really a little bit upset because we couldn't find our dolls. My dolls are in the attic somewhere. I don't want to go up to the attic. Zoe's dolls—they're in my closet. But if you've ever walked into my closet, (laughs) it's like you don't want to go in there. No, they're they're lost and may never return. So, (laughs) (laughs) so we went to the bistro and it was so awesome. We had dinner with Julie and Melody, and that was really great. I got I got to live my inner Julie dreams. If any of you guys were American Girl girls, (laughs) I always wanted to be a Julie girl, but I never had her, and so I got to we they like gave us dolls to sit with Mm -hmm. at at lunch and it was so cute they so we um we sat with our dolls we had an awesome meal of chicken breast (laughs) and french fries they were being kind of harsh though because like our dolls did not finish their food at all no we paid for them we paid for them we gave them fruit kebabs and they didn't even i gave her like a singular bite of my chicken and and she didn't even she was like nah so that was kind of rude but anyways so we were literally we were like a, we like had our check we were just you know talking it up as girls do mm. and we were and like suddenly, and as boys do. and as boys do no and as, gender and as everyone does but we sat down we were like literally about to get up and we were like and zoe goes okay i'm gonna tell you the the top five reasons why why women like men and i was like do you have five reasons? And she goes, no, but I'm going to make them up as I go. And so I was like, okay, this is exciting. Let's make it up. It was like, watch Mo- it was like, watch Mojo, top five reasons. You know, it was that kind of thing. And so I was like, okay. It was like, watch Mojo for your psyche. Yeah, we do this. Okay, so we've realized that we talk to each other like therapists. Yeah. But like two therapists. But like not, yeah. Like it's not like one of us is the client and one of us is the therapist. It's two therapists And speaking. it's like, we are trying to figure, like, you know, we are helping each other. But like, also, we simply are therapists just like... We are therapizing society, we are therapizing and they don't know it. Everything we psychoanalyze 
everything. I swear to God, the waiter that, like, got our check, I was like, yeah. So what do you think is going on at home with them? <laughs> we we evaluate every situation. And so so we made this list of um the top five reasons that women like men. And then we just got, we got into chitter-chattering. And we were just talking about the male gaze because Ugh. it's been on the it's been heavy on the mind lately and it's stressing us it out happens. it's stressing us out and so uh we just we'll jump right into it so what the male gaze is you tell <laughs> do you me want to no you tell <laughs> are we talking about the male gaze or the male gaze like g-a-y-s because i dress <laughs> for them <laughs> we do it for the male gaze i'm not here for the male <laughs> we, gaze we do it for the male g-a-y-s and not the g-a-z-e i'm only dressing for you guys we're only dressing for the male gaze because they're the only ones who can actually know if my outfit is good I, so- okay so the male gaze so let's let's define it real quick from my own definition i feel like it's it's the inner like urge to perform for a man that like isn't even there and just like feeling like all your actions that you do are catered towards what a man would want instead of your own self i feel like for me i guess the male gaze is like when you're talking about something and you know there's a guy in the room, or you there is even isn't, but you're saying something that you think would please yes the overall male that would hear it and think that's that is important, and I think it's fine deciding that your importance comes from any man that could see what you're saying because we're taught as women that male attention, male validation, men have men are able to decide things and women. I like saying, like, do you know what I'm trying to say? I do. Like, it's like, okay, for example, you nobody's gonna, your ideas aren't gonna get anywhere unless a man yes, decides that they're, they're worthy. worthy. Exactly. And then once that's decided, they will take the next step to make things happen. But until that happens, you you're are nothing. And, you are a woman before yeah. you're anything else. Yes. Like, you are a woman before you're anything else. And, like, people will always see, oh, that's your womanly, like, view on things, you know, like, it's always, your perspective is primarily that of a woman's instead of a person with good ideas. There's that statement that's, like, don't judge a book by its cover, and, like, that's, like, a thing, but, like, the fact of the matter is, even if we're not judging it by its cover, we're judging it by the era it was written in, we're judging it by the author, we're judging it by all these things, and the thing is, when you walk into a room, the first thing people are going to notice if you are a woman is that you are a woman. If you're in a job interview, they're going to think this is a woman and that the way that they're going to conduct the rest of the interview will be affected whether they know it or not. And the way that when you walk into a party, people are going to think there's a girl here. And (laughs) we all know that that's what they think. Yes. And they size you up. They they try to figure out what's going on in your head. Not even in your head, but mostly under your clothes. Yes. And that's the decision that needs to be made. Is this girl a party girl? Is this girl, is she chill? They it does not matter the words you say as long as you are saying it as a woman. And it's also like we as women are taught that we are we as an entity as an existence are sexual, and we never ask to like be sexual. Like we just ask to exist, and like we are constantly sexualized. And it's like the first thing that you notice about a woman is whether she's pretty or not. That's the first thing that you notice. That's the way that you evaluate someone. It's like anytime you're like, it's oh, this true. is my friend, it's always, oh, they're pretty. And That's I, always the first thing that you Realistically speaking, someone. I will be honest. As women, it is the same most of the time. I will see a woman and the first thing I will think is, yes. is she pretty? And it's, on, and it's and the, and a also, lot of the time it's for competitive reasons. For, exactly, because we're taught as women that we have to 
be pitted against one another mm-hmm. for the for, you know it's like if all women were lined up for the man exactly it's not it's not that Are we're actually gonna... worried about whether they're pretty or not it's whether no, it's... we worry that the men in the room will think it 100 so. percent is exactly. i've had girls walk in and i want to be friends with them instantly but i know that for the second i saw them for the first time it was oh no she's pretty and there's a guy in here uh-huh. why i don't know i actually i would like to say that i wouldn't care that much but no matter how much any person says they don't care about it, it exists. Exactly. And that's a harsh Internalized truth. misogyny. It's, 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 so, it's so hard to, like, get through because you know as a person with intellect that you don't want to compare yourself to every woman that ever ro- walks the earth because you don't, you don't actually think of them as competition, but you have been trained to. Mm-hmm. Because if women keep fighting with each other, then the man continues to, you know rise above us and then we are competing for his approval and his validation even if you don't actually want it even if the man that's in the room you're not actually interested at all you still want to be the attractive one you still want to be the object of desire i think i've lived enough moments where i'm thinking to myself i'm like i actually don't care at all but then i'll watch myself slowly peeping in stories of times where men have been into me just so the world knows that it's a possibility and just so the men in the room can think, oh, she's, she's viable. But it's like, mm, it, she's, she's valuable. Option. People care about her. Yes. And it's like, why would I say those stories if they don't actually matter? Because and because they don't. But I say the things that I say sometimes and I catch myself afterwards thinking, I said that for the guy in the room. Mm-hmm. The guy who might be 10 feet away in the room. Yep. The guy, the guy you don't actually care about his opinion, but you need him to be attracted to you. You need him mm-hmm. to see you in a light and a romantic light and a sexual light whatever it is you need to be desired by him even if you don't win even if you don't actually yeah because it's a competition with all the women around Mm -hmm. you to win his affection even if you don't actually want it and the thing is all the girls in the room could think you're valuable but if he thinks you're valuable for some reason it matters more Mm because because as a society we're taught that men have the opinions that matter yeah and women exist to try to you know get his his approval like his stamp of you know mm-hmm. approval ah it's so frustrating so um there's like a bunch of different archetypes I guess, archetypes yeah. of like women that we kind of mold ourselves i mean these are like not these are first of all they're not real women these are archetypes these are, ideas, these are archetypes yeah. but we often as women mold yeah. ourselves into one of these as you know a product of the male gaze because we want to be okay you kind of pick a niche and you're like okay i'm the ingenue okay i'm the sexy i'm the temptress i'm the temptress i'm the you know i'm the i'm the girl next door i'm the you know and you just like you try to mold yourself into one of these so that you can have a brand that can be you know Mm -hmm. seen preyed on by men and like they can consume you in an easier way because men are stupid and so (laughs) they can they can digest you because men don't see women as objects or they don't see women as people they see them as things they can provide for them whether it be sex whether it be a mother or that's they can fix their previous scars yeah oh please help me in my character development yeah I think, okay, for me personally, I recently have come to, like, terms with how much I play towards the male gaze. Uh-huh. Because, like, as a human, I've always been like, oh, no, 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 I'm, like, really different. I don't... Mm-hmm. You're not like other girls. I'm not like other girls. Uh-huh. I'm just not, man. Which is it's a like, different I, male fantasy. It, and that's the thing, I realize, because it's like, okay, where I was at was like, oh, well, like, 
if a guy were to ask me what music I'm playing, I wouldn't, like, change it for him. And it's like, that's true still. But I know that if I told him that I was playing the Phineas and Ferb soundtrack, he could potentially think, like, she's different. that's interesting. And even if it's just interesting, it's enough to get in their head. And I've uh-huh. had so many things that I've recently realized are, like, oh, my perfume scent that's, like, super one that I've never had anyone else use, it's going to linger in their mind and they're going to not be able to go to sleep at night because instead they're going to be thinking about that quirky little thing I said. Oh, they can't figure me out. I'm a puzzle. I'm an enigma. They can't get it. They want to. It's driving them crazy. And that's a problem because fact of the matter is... No one's thinking about it that hard except for you. It's just me. And I thought, what is wrong with me for wanting to be that manic pixie dream girl? Because, like, I don't want to be it. But, like, subconsciously, I'm making myself into it. Mm-hmm. And it's because that's the that's the version that I picked. That's the archetype that I decided was the one that I wanted guys to see me as. Because maybe because some didn't fit me as well. And maybe because it's the one that fit the person I am the most. Uh-huh. But I portray myself as that person now, especially around men. Because maybe, just maybe, like in the movies, they'll think, man, I just can't get her out of my head. She's stuck in there somehow. She's like, she's haunting me. They're not going to think that. No, they're not thinking that. They're not thinking that. No one is thinking that. You're just driving yourself insane and catering all your beliefs to this man that doesn't exist. So true. (laughs) So anyways, there's, um, so there's like, there's how many... There's, like, supposed to be 13-ish, I think. But I think we deleted some, though we didn't understand. We didn't know they meant, quite frankly. And that's just... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the the different male fantasies, like, female female seduction archetypes. Yes, yeah. Um, There's the temptress. Yeah, I mean, like, we all know what that is. It's like, you... Oh, look at her. She's in her black seductive she's suit. in red lipstick obviously oh she wants God. me to bang her veronica lies <laughs> and it's like maybe she's just she wearing... like might have whispered into your ear once yeah. and, and that's what's happening and you're like oh my gosh she's so tempting okay and then there's the siren you know the siren from she's so ethereal like Od- wow Od- the odyssey I, she's is calling me is? it's like <laughs> is it the odyssey i don't know i think they're okay, in the but odyssey you know like even like little mermaid when he's like that voice yes that voice, uh-huh. yeah. Well, they, I mean, they 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 call soldiers into the no, yeah. They they're, seduce de- they're seductive. Them, they yeah. seduce them to kill them, right? Yeah, they do, which okay, is cool. really cool. I don't know why men like that per se, but okay, <laughs> whatever. Then again, girls like Joe Goldberg, so I feel like it's okay. It's the same we all kind of like killers. <laughs> we do. Um, and then there's the sophisticate. She's like she's a classy woman. Yeah, you can't reach her. She has like long length dresses and pearls. What are you going to pr- bring to the table? Yeah. <laughs> what aren't you? <laughs> and then there's the bohemian. Okay, we found this one interesting because most of the examples we found were POCs. Women of color. Yeah, which is, you know, whatever. But, like, it's, like, the reason that they're so interested of this, like, person who's, like, so out of the societal bounds uh-huh. and so abnormal. Okay, but, like... She's a free spirit. She's a free spirit, but also I think what they're kind of choosing to also put in there with this is a white savior complex per se yes um not always not every example was that but it's just like seemed to be like too many let's discuss pocahontas i am upset by this the fact that he's shooting a gun and then like there she is and he's like dang that girl's kind of hot i might get with her later i'll put the gun down that's what happened Uh don't think it's room and if it's not this is what happened who is that creature She's nothing like me at all. I'm intrigued. 
That's what that was. was that entire movie was him tokenizing her yes. and being like, "We're from different worlds, but look what we can make together." It's so stupid. It's like. It's like, boy, you didn't even know her name. No, it's... Get uh, over yourself. It's just like, he likes the idea of having a woman who is... She's so naive. She doesn't know the world that I can teach and make for her. Uh-huh. Girl. It's so white savior. Girl, she and has it a It happens life. so many, in so many pieces It does. Media. It does. And then there's the goddess. Uh, she's like... She's like an idea. She's a concept. Yeah, she's way too... She's way too She's perfect. Yeah. She's not a woman. She's an angel. She'd never settle for a guy like me. Yeah. That's what most of these are, honestly. Honestly, they really are. They're like these reaching things that you uh-huh. can't get. Yeah. Um, The diva. We like to call that one Beyonce because like, yeah. a diva is a female version of a hustler, of a, of a hustler, of a, of a hustler. <laughs> and, you know, it's just like that girl who's like, I won't take no crap, but then you give her crap and she's like, I'm taking it. Oh, uh, yeah. Which sounds bad, because Because you, because you don't want... You don't actually want these women. You want the oh yeah. You don't want the ideas ideals they're portraying. You want to capture them and make them your own. Exactly. You want to clip the butterfly wings. Exactly. You don't actually want oh. You don't actually want a strong woman. No. You want a woman who appears strong that you can actually uh dominate. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Then there's the sensualist. She's she's just so. I feel like that's the same as the temptress. It is, similar. but I feel like it's like it's one that's much more like underground. I feel like the temptress walks around in her okay, leather, yeah. and you're like, whoa. And the sensualist is more like no one notices her, but you. Like you, like you can watch. Like, it, where is that move? Oh, Hunchback of Notre Dame, where there she he, like he sees like her uh, scarf and like her sense, like her aura in flame uh-huh. form is dancing around him. That's kind of what I get. Because from I think I think of her as the temptress. She's not tempted. She's like she's not trying to though at all. None of them are trying to. But like in that, it's like the way she is. Is she's like this sweetheart with mm. a rocking bod who also has who just happens to be really really sexy, but yeah, she doesn't. She's even not. Know it. She doesn't care. Yeah. Well, all she wants is to help the outcasts. <laughs> That's all she wants. <laughs> she doesn't even care. <laughs> and she just <laughs> she just wants to help outcasts help them please hungry um, from birth um, the ingenue we all know this one and we've all wanted to be this one yes I cried like a good two to three times in the last like three years probably more about being like I'm not the ingenue um the but ingenue is like the it's just the easiest the innocent one. pretty girl yeah who's... she's the girl next door you yeah. can knock on her door oh She's wearing her pink sweater. She's very Betty Cooper. Uh-huh. She like, yeah, just she's there to go along for your adventures, and she'll always support your character arc, even if it means she doesn't have to have because her own. she has no personality yeah. of her own. She doesn't just matter. exists to she's, be she's innocent stand and sweet. There next to you. Yeah, and a good wife. Yeah, mm-hmm. that kind of vibe. Um, the boss. The boss. This is about power dynamic, yep. and it's about wanting to be on the other end of it because men, for most of their life are at the like you know they're at the top of the yeah. predatory scale or whatever they have the power in all these relationships and so sometimes they want to find somebody who is has more power than them and they somehow tame her yeah they somehow get it they it's the having a crush on your hot boss yeah exactly yeah. you see them and you're like they are really hot and they are in charge of me but soon i'm gonna be in charge of them uh-huh. again and that's problem yeah that's um what- and then 
the challenge the challenge these the, are all kind of a challenge the but chase. it's the one that it's the one that you can't get uh-huh. and sometimes when you try really really hard they'll give you a tiny little sliver of hope and you're just like hold and on then you're like oh i got her uh-huh okay Hidden. no and then there's the enigma do you want to explain this one um the enigma <laughs> is essentially the person that you can't figure out you can't put them together who are they? What do they mean? What do they mean for me? Mm-hmm. Because the interesting thing about the Enigma is that they should be like, oh, how do I figure this girl out? But what you're actually trying to figure out is, how do I figure this girl out in relation to, to myself. what she will mean to me? Yep. And that's where it becomes a bit of an issue. And then there's the lady. She's just so fancy. She just She's a prime and proper lady, and you have to treat oh, her right. Oh, yeah, It's the like lady. the, okay, for example, isn't there like a thousand movies where a guy will knock on a door of a woman who's like, probably have a higher social class oh like the notebook or something and he's like or winnie foster even it's like <laughs> oh i'm kind of like you know i'm a i'm a bit of a street rat kind of uh-huh. you know uh and but i'm gonna no, i'm gonna throw pebbles on your window and you're and gonna she's sneak like, out she's like oh my goodness an adventure i haven't you're been gonna, out of this house ever and you, you're gonna sh- and as that man you are going to show her that the finer things in life indeed it's are it is it's, it's like the finer things in life actually aren't the things you're used to, the proper mannered life you're used to. Let's go skip rocks and jump off a cliff. Why not? And then she's like, oh, my God, branches. <laughs> so those are those are all the male fantasies. And if you notice, um, all of these are man-made women. Yeah. They're women that, man, that men, like, think up and conjure to be able to hold power over but notice how when we talked about every single one of these women we didn't talk about their goals nope. or their hopes or dreams or anything like it's that. it's all about who they are in relation or to men. like you know anything that they've struggled with Mm-mm. all we talked about is the person that they could be for a man or the person that the man wants to make out of them and that's not a woman no that's, that's a concept yep and men because because I'm not saying men don't want real women. I'm oh, not yeah. saying that. But the way that the media portrays it's, women mm-hmm. in an in a digestible way for, you know, easy listening men is like they don't want they don't want a complex woman. They want someone they can assert their power over. Yeah. And There's a test out there. I don't know if you've done the test where it's like I don't remember the name of the test, so that's on me. I'm sorry. But it's a test where you look at a piece of media and if there are two women... The Bechtel test. Yeah, Bechtel. There you go. Boom. Did it. Yeah, if there's two women speaking... Two named women speaking about something other than men... Um, um, yeah. Then it, okay, I did a project about this, and most of the... Most Disney princess films didn't even pass. Sophie and I did that, too. Um, yeah. We did a project on it, and um, they almost all fail, yeah. Why did I do... Why the did only we one that, like, project kind of, about it? That's really funny. Sophia and I... Well, ours was for fun. <laughs> well, ours was just for fun. Um, the ones that passed also... Mostly we're like, okay, Tangled passed because of Mother Gothel and Rapunzel, but it's uh. like, the thing that they're talking about is literally Rapunzel's enslavement. Also, have you ever noticed that none of the women ever have female friends? Exactly. Even, even the animals even are in, men. I don't even, I was gonna tell, yes! Even the animals no, like, are men. like in Little Mermaid, why are all the animals men? And also, it's not, not even like that in just like movies. In a lot of media, it's like that. New girl. I love that show okay, to death. Smurfette principle. Do you know what that is? Yes, there's one girl and there's a bunch of... Yes. Yep. It's because when men are the norm, women are the variation, women exist in relation to men and not as their own. They have to be the token woman. You have to be the exact, one like woman. Like the one woman, Jess, 
in yep. this in the locks of men. Uh-huh. Whoa, that's weird. Yeah. And she oh she is well. And her that, only weird. personality trait is being one of her not not she's that like, she's not that she's not a multifaceted human, but she's the, like significantly girlier than the rest. And they're like, the, what do we do? She has hormones. But the one thing that stands her apart is that she's a woman. Yeah. Exactly. It's so strange. No, and I noticed that like in most Okay, so I recently made a list kind of thing with somebody else. We were just like making lists. Mm-hmm. And this was our 100 favorite TV characters, and we're going to look through, like, each decade, I, not decade, but, like, deck or whatever. Yeah, tier. And we were going to just, like, see, and she commented that I have mostly men on my list. Mm-hmm. And she was like, that's kind of sexist. <laughs> and what I had to explain... Is that men are the norm in TV shows. Well, not even, not just that. It's that the men are the characters that are developed enough that I can like. Yes. Yes. And so, for example, on How I Met Your Mother, I love Barney Simpson. I love his character so much. Um, at the beginning, he's a womanizer. By the end, he's had this whole character arc. Uh-huh. And he is somehow so funny, and he keeps parts of himself. I'm sorry, but Robin and Lily, regardless of the fact that they both have some character development, considering the fact that they are women, the most of their character development is like, oh, I'm going to get over the boy that broke they're my heart. They're dreadfully or like, underdeveloped. Or this one is like, hers is like, I'm pregnant now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're not actually having development to... The point, like, they are developed characters, but they are underdeveloped compared to every single male in that show because they focus on the males. And so the reason that I like male TV characters better is because they're more developed. And they're human. Human characters, yes. That aren't just there for the guys to fall in love with. Mm -hmm. And I prefer that. I prefer when they have their own flaws and their own obstacles and things they have to reach. And those things aren't just finding a man. Exactly. And, like, even with New Girl, as I was saying, like, Jess, 99% of the percent of her problems on the show Our were, guys, like, yeah. I'm dating a new guy. Uh-huh. What do I do? Yeah. Let me ask the guys around me. And it's, like, yeah. Even even her, which I think she's a great character. I love her character. But it's she's also she's a concept. Un- but she's underdeveloped even in comparison to the characters around her. Schmidt, mm-hmm. big character development. Yeah. Big stuff. Nick, same with him. And you watch her, and she's just stunted. And it's not because she's stunted because she's not trying. She's stunted because she's a female, and the media doesn't know how to portray women who actually make progress. Oh, my gosh. That was so good. <laughs> I just, like... Yeah, no, that's... It's that's so weird. really true. Because the reason they write the female character, Tell I Met Your Mother, once again, the reason they wrote the character of Robin is so Ted could fall in love with her uh-huh. and then have to move on. That's the only reason she's in the show. Mm-hmm. And so now there's a character out there who exists and her reason has been fulfilled and what are they going to do with her for nine mm-hmm. seasons now? And that's and that comes up again and again and yes. again is you're literally just writing in you're the love interest. Yes, and you can't just keep writing in love interest because eventually we're going to have to understand that women are not just love interests for men, mm-hmm. but they can be humans who have their own actual arcs and have um, growth and have to learn and change and build a world for themselves outside of the world they're supposed to be building for the men. Boom. <laughs> Mike, Mike drop! <laughs> okay, so now is the revolutionary um, scaling system. No, it, it is a, it's a spectrum, basically. Yeah, we created a beautiful little spectrum of reasons that girls like guys. Yeah, and it is a spectrum. It, I mean, it can exist... Yeah, it exists as a spectrum, I think. Nothing exists in black and white, so don't take this as, like, these are the only, only reasons, reasons. But they probably fall into one it's of It's a category. Yeah. Okay. And it, yeah, so it's, we named them one through five. 
Okay. <laughs> we could have named them better, but we, we didn't think that one through. So should we start with just the titles? Okay. We'll start with, yeah, we'll, well okay. So and then the, we'll go in okay, depth. Okay, so this this may not be the best, um, the best titles. These are these are being workshopped at the moment. We did come up with these like These an are hour called ago. one through five. These are called one through five. Okay. okay. So number one is connection. Yeah. Um, number, that's important. Yeah. Number two is like vibes. Yeah. Number three is attraction. Mm-hmm. Number four is giving in. That wait, that could be workshopped. <laughs> now like Ooh, yeah. And then number five is desperation. <laughs> Those sound bad. Okay, but we're gonna But we're gonna make it worse. (laughs) We're gonna make it worse. Okay, so number one is connection. So this is this is the best possible scenario for a reason why you like someone. If you are if you are oh if you if this person is a one or even a one point okay, so this also means it's not a once again there's points decimal (laughs) scale, so like in between one and two you could have like a one point five. You could really get there. Yeah. Yeah. So like um a one is the perfect the perfect reason to like to like a guy. Because it it means like you are basing your you like you like the connection that you have you like you like you the are. person you are around them and you like the person they are around you exactly and you like what you bring out in each and other and you view each other as equals you are compatible yes you're on the same wavelength and I think both of you kind of decided that the other matters enough to that they're going to continue to keep them around and also put in effort exactly and that's really important and a lot of time this can like grow from like a friendship or like um just like really anything with that. With a connection. But there's, like, you feel connected to them. You feel like you understand each other. There's trust. Yeah. yeah. So that that's the best that's the best possible reason to like someone. That's okay. a good one. Yeah, so that's, that's number one. Number two is vibes. It's, so like... This is... Okay, this is, like... Okay, so this is, like, the really cool... This is, like, if you think, okay, this person's so cool. This person is so attractive. They're so... Um, they check all my boxes. Yeah. If I were to list all the reasons I like about someone, it's this person. This person is perfect on paper. Like, yes. if you submitted what you wanted to a dating agency, they would probably send you this person. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that the feelings are there And the connection and as be. a strong. They could be. But they it's could like, be. It's really about the fact that this person, the reason you like them... Is you like is the because idea of them. They, yes, you love the idea of them, and you love the concept of them being what you would want. Mm-hmm. It may... Be, and they may... They may... You, this is, like, also an idea of, like, romanticizing someone, like, really admiring mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Um, Like, you know, if you... It's, like, whenever you're really, like, obsessed with your boyfriend, but you're, like, everyone's, like, he's not that great, but, like, you just see something about him that's just, like, incredible. So, like, that that's also not a bad reason to like someone. It's is, not. Is admiring them and thinking they're a really cool person. Like, that's not a bad it's reason like to like someone. It's, like, you put them on a little pedestal. Yeah. And sometimes it can be partially deserved, and that's yeah, totally absolutely. cool. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, but the reason why you like them is not connection. It's more, like... It's more like the way you view them, not the way yes. you view t- you, the two of you the together. The two of you together, exactly. Yes. Okay. Okay, number three is Number not three, we've so been working. We're, we're working. We're <laughs> workshopping number three. But where we're at with it is like. Attraction. It's attraction, and it's also. It can be a lot of things, but it's the. It's. Number four, we will kind of delve into the concept of being chased, but right now, this one is the one where you are chasing. This is the hot guy in your math class. This is the person that you don't really, like, you don't, there's nothing that they're really bringing to the table, but for some reason, you're just like, hmm, okay, I could get down with that, you know? This is the guy who's at a party, and he's been talking to a lot of girls, and he stops, and he starts talking to you, and you start thinking... Why is he talking to me about all these people? Uh-huh. Oh, shoot. And you Maybe. didn't notice him before? You didn't even care. You but didn't even care. But now that all the girls are looking, you're like, okay. Yeah, exactly. You 
Yeah, you don't have to you don't have to have a crush, but they're just like the most eligible person available. And if mm. you put them up against a hundred people, you wouldn't think of you wouldn't look at them twice. But if it's like if you put them in a room with five and you're like, Oh, you know, I like this person. It's like the best of what you have. And the best of the batch. The thing is nobody's gonna make fun of you for liking this person. And nobody's gonna no. be like, What are you doing? Because honestly, he's just like he's a one you can pick. Exactly. But the deal is you are scared that somebody would judge you for saying you don't like anyone, and then that makes you more different in the first place. So you're going to say, oh, I like this person. And everyone's like, yeah, they're attractive. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. You, you seem logical. Exactly. You're good. <laughs> We're but not going to But it's you. like, you're not like, you don't feel a connection. You don't really no, admire anything no, they have other than maybe their face. <laughs> there's no intense feeling there. No, it's just like, you know, attraction. So that's number three. Okay, number four is giving in or be, being of... the chasey. If, yeah. Okay, so it's like if someone is really, really pining after you. If someone is really begging for your affection, won't leave you alone, you know they're obsessed with you, and you kind of like that they're obsessed with you. You don't actually like them as a person, but you like that they like you. And you like that they're giving they you attention. You feel so special. Exactly. And you feel like you would be stupid to turn someone down who really likes yeah. you, even if you don't actually care that much and you end up giving in and you kind of convince yourself like nobody else is ever gonna go to these lengths for me nobody else is gonna ever like put in that much effort so Mm -hmm. so how who am i i'd be the most terrible person in the world to not give it a chance but also you don't owe anyone anything so don't think and that's kind of what a lot of people do though they decide maybe i do owe them this or at least i owe them the chance but it's like sometimes feelings aren't there and sometimes you just give in. Yeah, sometimes you just sometimes you just give in because they're they're there and they're not? trying and you're like, okay, I guess. But that's really sad, but it is true. Um, and to the boys listening out there in the world, if you think a girl gave in for you, I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, <laughs> not a good so spot sorry. to be in. That will not. Um, really that will not go that. well. <laughs> and then number five. This is this is where we actually started from. We did start at number. We five. did start at number five. Number five is desperation. So number five, it's like, okay, there's literally no one. Number five is when you're in a bad spot and you're thinking about either making a crazy hair decision or you could potentially instead like someone. You need that kind of excitement, but you don't want to make the hair decision because your hair's just growing out. So you're like... And it's it's like they're not even... They're they're not not bringing anything. No, and when you talk about them, it's not like they're so cute or they're so funny. It's like, well, you know, they're there. It's literally like, well, okay, but this time he was kind of okay. Yeah. Do you remember that? And then everyone else is like, no, 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 no. And they're like, didn't he do this literally last week? And And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, but like... mm, I mean, like, he, I mean, anyone would in his shoes. And then we're all like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, so this is, like, filling the void. It really it's is. It's filling the void of literally needing someone. It's not even, like, it's... the best possible option. It's not even a viable option. It's just, like, it's, like, the kind where you're looking at a girl and you're looking at a guy who's just a jerk. And you're like, what is she doing? And you realize, oh, she was desperate. It's not even, like, it's, like, this. this person is, like, Feeling of, like, yeah, and it's, like, it's because the way that they see themselves at this point. And, honestly, this is no shame. No, we've all we've been We've all here. been there. We've all been here. It is here. okay. Having the really embarrassing crush because you feel so horrible about yourself that you need, that any sliver of attention this man it's will true. give you. It will help will, a lot, Will help actually. you a little really bit will. into having some confidence. Even if it's a kind of slightly rude comment that he makes that you're like no it's flirting yeah like no he no. was it was mean no but he just isn't is, an awesome person you need to stop but it is at this moment what you need to make yourself 
to decide that because of the way society works, if a man likes me, I am worthy. Mm -hmm. And then you choose the boy to like you instead. Yeah. Because, ugh, real men don't make you feel bad. <laughs> Literally. Okay, so the the relationships that work, if they're a one or a two, like, yeah, go perfect. For it. Honestly, go for it. Go with I don't, your life. I don't think there's anything wrong with the two. I don't honestly. think so either. I don't think there's anything I wrong with think... it. I think... I think the only issue is when you you are to, you're in a two and you convince yourself you're in a one. Yeah, and I think exactly. a lot of people do that. I think a lot of people and do I that think too. it's also a reason why a lot of people prolong breakups because they're like, no, 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 we're still in the one. It's like, no, you no, slipped. But you because you still think of them as this awesome person, but there's no connection there mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah, like you just need to you should okay. give it up, and that's okay. But if you're like at a one point three. A two, even even on the brink of like a two point five, going into just the attraction part. I think that that's okay. Honestly, it's like you live your life, and if you want to do any of these, do them. Do them. We're We've not all in done all of, of them. This is just like We've if you're just... trying to evaluate them yes. based on how much you, they mean to you and how how this is gonna go in the long haul. This is a good way of evaluating it. Yes. So I I say. If you are, if you feel like you're a four or five, which I'll remind, four is giving in, like, being chased. Four is just like, okay, fine. Yeah. Okay, fine. I guess I'll like you back. Um, five is, um, desperation. If you're a four or five, I'm not saying don't do it because I have no, I have, I've, I've I've, done it. I have no reason to tell you what to do, but maybe, maybe think about it. It's more of at that point, just like, think Honestly, all of these are think about the reason before. Yes. None of them are don't do or do no, or anything. Because honestly, you, have... you could be in a one and still not need to like be in that relationship. Exactly. Because it just couldn't be right because of other reasons. Exactly. But, but it, you this have is about to... the reason you have yeah. feelings. You have to evaluate the relationship for what it is. Because if you think if you think you're at a one and you're at a three or a four, then like you that you know you then that's you have to you have to be a realist with your relationships and you have to evaluate them for what you they are and not what you want them to and be and you owe yourself the truth exactly so just be truthful just be truthful hey guys welcome back i am here with my bestie zoe say hi zoe <laughs> any ladies in the house <laughs> any ladies in the house um okay so we have established okay this is just like a random tidbit but i've realized that i changed my voice for podcasts <laughs> i actually it's like a little bit more heightened right now because i'm in the presence of another human but like i i changed my voice to like make it seem calmer and less annoying hey everybody welcome back i hope you had a good day i know i did is that my voice yeah it is. <laughs> I think so. but i'm trying to like it's, it's weird to not be in like my own room like just alone doing it because now it feels weird doing it somewhere else but anyways um so we're like testing out the mic so sorry if you know me in real life and you're like that is not what your voice sounds like because everyone says that is different but that's okay i i feel like it sounds good it's so. misleading it's misleading sorry but anyway, so today we had we've had a pretty awesome day. We went to the American Girl Doll Bistro. Neither of us so cool. Neither of us had ever been, and we were really a little bit upset because we couldn't find our dolls. My dolls are in the attic somewhere. I don't want to go up to the attic. Zoe's dolls—they're in my closet, but 
if you've ever walked into my closet, it's like you don't want to go in no, there. No, they're they're lost and may never return. So, <laughs> so we went to the bistro and it was so awesome. We had dinner with Julie and Melody, and that yeah. was really great. I got I got to live my inner Julie dreams. If any of you guys were American Girl girls, <laughs> I always wanted to be a Julie girl, but I never had her, and so I got to they they like gave us dolls to sit with mm-hmm. at at lunch and it was so cute they so we um we sat with our dolls we had an awesome meal of chicken breast <laughs> and french fries they were being kind of harsh though because like our dolls did not finish their food at all no they we paid didn't. for them we paid for them what? we gave them fruit kebabs and they didn't even i gave eat her them. like a singular bite of my chicken and, and then she didn't even she's like nah so that was kind of rude but anyways so we were literally we were like we like had our check we were just you know talking it up as girls do Mm. and we were like and as boys do and as boys do no gender and as everyone does but we sat down we were like literally about to get up and we were like and zoe goes okay i'm gonna tell you the the top five reasons why why women like men and i was like do you have five reasons? She goes, no, but I'm going to make them up as I go. So I was like, okay, this is exciting. Let's make it up. It was like, watch Mojo. It was like, watch Mojo. Top five reasons. You know, it was that kind of thing. And so I was like, okay. Watch Mojo for your psyche. Yeah, we do this. Okay, so we've realized that we talk to each other like therapists. Yeah. But like two therapists. But like not, yeah. Like it's not like one of us is the client and one of us is the therapist. It's two therapists. And speaking. it's like, we are trying to figure, like, you know, we are helping each other. But like, also, we simply are therapists just like, we are a therapizing society, we are therapizing and they don't know it. Everything we psychoanalyze, everything. I swear to God, the waiter that like got our check, I was like, "Yeah, so what do you think going on at home with them?" <laughs> we we evaluate every situation, and so so we made this list of um the top five reasons that women like men, and then we just got we got into chitter chattering, and we were just talking about the male gaze because Ugh. it's been on the it's been heavy on the mind lately and it's stressing us it out happens. it's stressing us out and so uh we just will jump right into it so what the male gaze is you tell <laughs> Do you me want to no you tell <laughs> are we talking about the male gaze or the male gaze like g-a-y-s because i dress <laughs> for them <laughs> we do it for the male gaze i'm not here for the male we, gaze we do it for the male g-a-y-s and not the g-a-z-e i'm only dressing for you guys we're only dressing for the male gaze because they're the only ones who can actually go in my outfit is good it's so 